Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's a male who's really maniacal. He likes walking up right behind him. I feel as though I'm being watched. I looked around and there was no one there. I want it to be over. I don't feel comfortable here. Were there bodies ever found? This is bad. I'd like to have some answers. Do you know what happened? Everybody dies. They're being watched. My name is Amy Allen. This thing likes death. I see dead people. This thing's like a monster. I speak to dead people. And he's pissed off now. And they speak to me. His head was cracked. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. This guy was murdered. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve Bishab. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. I cannot help you unless I know the whole story. And I know every person, every house I see. You saw her? It's my job to reveal them. Why would you stay here? But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. Stop it. We uncover if it's safe for you to stay. I want to know the truth. I want to know what's happening. Or time to get out. I told you to be posted this house. Amy and I work independently of one another. I gather evidence, interview witnesses, and sort through the history of each location. At the end, we come together to reveal our findings. I'm headed to Parkersburg, West Virginia. It's a small town on the Ohio River, about an hour north of Charleston. I received a call from a woman named Tisha. Her and her eight children are being terrorized by something in their new home. She can't afford to leave, but she is scared to stay there. I'm hoping Amy and I can help her out. Looking at the photos and artwork throughout the house, it's clear to me that a family lives here. So it's important that I take my time to remove any personal evidence that could influence Amy during her walk. It's 
what's going on? I saw water and felt ice cold and wet. Well, there was like someone who was drowned. Um, there's a male who's following us. Somehow these two incidents are related. He just keeps smiling and the smile is like really maniacal. He wants to kill me and he's waiting for me. Tisha. Yes, Steve. So glad you're here. Well, Tisha, tell me why you called Amy and I in. We are having some activity in the house. My fiance and I, we moved here about three years ago. We have eight children together. We're a blended family. Okay. The kids are scared. Well, just last night, our oldest was hysterical, and I spent a lot of the night consoling her. We can't continue to live in fear. Tisha, what kind of things are you experiencing here? We are seeing apparitions of people. Uh, some of us have been physically touched. Touched? Yes. Right, what about your fiance? He's extremely skeptical of anything paranormal happening in the home. He certainly tries to explain things away. You think that whatever's here can be harmful to you guys? There's a certain uneasiness. I feel as though I'm being watched in certain rooms, and I know that my daughter feels the same way. Okay. Whoa, this is a very bad area. Are you okay? No, I don't like this area. I just feel like there's a lot of people here. It's hard to make out what these dead people are trying to say to me. There are so many of them, and they're all screaming in pain. This is bad. Awful, awful. I had an instance not long ago when I was at the top of a ladder painting, and I got a nice jolt. Um, not enough to knock me off the ladder, but it was definitely just letting me know that I was not alone. What'd you do? I immediately got off the ladder and said, okay, if, that, if you want me to stop for the night, I'm done. There's a teenage boy here, and he's laughing, and he's a prankster, and he's probably 14. Sometimes, maybe somebody's on a stool trying to put something up and kind of move the stool. I don't mean to be rude, but your walls look like something exploded in here. Every time we try to start repairing something, activity kicks up. Okay, what's going on in here? I was awakened by a whisper in my ear. I sat up in bed and I came face to face with a woman standing in my doorway. She was looking directly at me, right into my eyes. Can you describe her to me? She was a Caucasian female, thin. She had a long black dress with a tall, white, frilly collar. She oh. just looked as though she needed help. So she had a sad look on her face. Very sad. As soon as she dissipated from the room, I was up checking the children and making sure everything was okay. How'd she disappear? Did she just fade out? She sort of sucked out of the room. Really? As if being sucked out by a vacuum. Okay. 
there's this lady. She's well-dressed. She's very small. She's very proper. She has a black dress on. She's being dealt a bad hand because her husband died, and now she's nothing. Can she tell you about her husband? No. She starts crying. Okay, what's going on up here? We're lying in bed at night, and we hear sounds. They're usually coming from this floor, and it sounds like... Just like that? That noisy? All night long. Wow. It's not the kids playing up here? No, the children are actually very frightened of this floor. I've actually come up here in the middle of the night, and everything is exactly where we left it, um, and there's no one here. I mean, if I heard that, I'd reach for my gun and come running up. You've seen apparitions. The kids won't come up here. Furniture sounds like it's moving all night long. Why are you still here? Well, unfortunately, finances don't permit us to move. Okay. Did you know the previous owners? I actually don't have any knowledge of anyone who's lived in this home. Uh, we purchased it three years ago, and prior to that, it was vacant for three years. Okay. I want to make it work. Right now, I'd like to have some answers. There's like 10 men. Really, just going crazy. This crowd of dead people are following me everywhere I go, but they keep running into each other, like they're lost and trapped in the darkness. Lots of people. Oh, there's something wrong with their eyes. Um, I don't feel comfortable here. Um, you know what happened? Everybody dies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's like lots of people. Upstairs is just uh, full of uh, crying and people that really don't belong. Uh, there's a dead little girl here. I mean, I guess she's like 10. And she uh, is really thin. She says she can't hear anything. She has no equilibrium. So she stumbles into things all the time. Where does this happen? That she bumps into all things? All over the house. So, Toy, I was talking to Mom, and she told me you had a pretty bad night last night. Yeah, it was bad. What happened? Um, I was laying in bed, and I kept hearing furniture moving upstairs. So I called Mom. And she tried to calm me down, so I slept in the same room as my grandpa. Okay. You look like you're afraid to be here. Oh, yeah. I always keep my light on, never close my door. Okay, so you sleep with the light on? Yeah, and with kids in here. Your sisters and brothers? I mean, I feel like something's going to come do something to me. We don't feel welcome. Your mother mentioned that she felt like she was always being watched. Oh, yeah. Same here. You too? Yeah, all the time. Where do you feel that? Definitely the bathroom on the second floor. Just when I take a shower, I always got to open the curtain, look out, because I feel like someone's standing there. If I'm using the bathroom, I feel like someone's staring at me. He has been here for a long time. Long time. Who? The boy from upstairs, the prankster. He watches everything. He watches everything all the time. No privacy here. No, none, none. Like, he never had any, so why should anybody else? And he said, I don't care if they feel violated. Definitely didn't have bathrooms when he was here, but he enjoys them thoroughly. He's really mean. You know, Tori, I have a daughter myself. She's a little bit older than you. I couldn't imagine her going through this every night. It's got to be tough on you. It is, and I worry about the kids all the time. So on top of worrying about yourself, you got younger siblings that you're worrying about, right? It's really not fair. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's just really scary. <laughs> I just don't want them to go through this. And don't. It's it's hard. It's hard. I'm worried about my mom, too. I want it to be over. Jason, Tisha says you're a skeptic. Is that accurate? I'm always trying to find the, the logical, you know, explanations. But as time goes on and things happen, you, you know, you start to run out of explanations. What are some of the things that uh, you've heard, or even seen for that matter, that you try to explain logically? Over here, um, some things on the third floor, and... Um, 
Sounds like people walking or something being moved upstairs. So what do you explain that to? Maybe it's birds because, you know, they're old windows and sometimes they're open when you go upstairs. Okay. Did any experience that you had here change your mind? Yes. I was shaving in the bathroom and um, my daughter usually comes up, you know, to give me a hug. And I felt that. Then I looked around and there was no one there. What'd you do? I went looking for my daughter and of course she was in the kitchen. When I started asking, did you just come into the, into the bathroom? And they're like, no, she's been here the whole time. Is that the defining moment that changed your attitude? Oh, yes. Okay. This prankster kid, does he do stuff to the living here? Yes. What sort of things? He watches them always, follows them, breathes on them likes to walk around right behind them, like walking up right behind them. He likes to surprise them. Sometimes like get in there and asphyxiate them. So far, all I've got is a lot of witness testimony about what's going on in Tisha's house. But I need facts. Going through the library's archives, I find an article about a young couple that died when two massive water tanks collapsed and flooded the town. Turns out, this disaster happened directly behind Tisha's house. So I'm going to meet with a local author who's writing a book on the tragedy to see if he can fill me in on the details. Yes, in 1885, the city of Parkersburg built two large water tanks on Quincy Hill. And then on March 19, 1909, about 25 years after they were built, the south tank ruptured, and the force of the water caused the north tank to rupture. Two million gallons of water just instantly flooded Parkersburg. And this happened literally right near the house I'm investigating? Yeah. Well, this is the site we're at right now. Okay. They call it the Parkersburg flood of 1909. How high was the water? A lot of the houses had five to six feet of water inside of them. And there were a lot of homes in the surrounding area that were ripped off their foundations and thrown into the streets below. You know, Jeff, hearing the story and two million gallons of water, I find it hard to believe that only two people got killed in this uh, accident. Well, well, actually, Steve, there was another that night. An invalid woman uh, was pinned underneath a lot of rubble. How old was she? About 70 years old. Okay, so she was basically crushed from the accident. Pretty much. I, I'm like seeing the, I'm like seeing the water again. There's people walking through here. There's women. The women are all wet. They're all just walking. I don't know. They're all like in night clothes and. Like, whatever went down was at night. So now a young couple gets killed. Yes. Walter Weigel and his wife, Flora Tongkray Weigel, rented a little home on the side of Quincy Hill. Okay. And when the water tanks ruptured, their house was swept down into uh, Avery Street. Were their bodies ever found? A few hours later, their bodies were found. The two little X's there signify where their bodies were located. Wow, so it just wiped the whole house out? 
right off its foundation. Some of the eyewitnesses say that their hands and arms were over their mouths as if they were trying to get another breath of air. Wow. Who built the towers? The land that you're investigating was owned by the Jackson family, and they were one of the principal shareholders of the original waterworks here. Shaking and falling, falling. like, ah, oh. down, bam. Cover it up, cover it up, shh. Panic. Well, wasn't expecting that, no, no. This was an accident. I'm seeing a man tumbling down and falling to his death. Everything's going dark around him and he's struggling to breathe. Oh, it hurts. Oh. Are you okay? <sighs> now I just felt like my... Like what? Like an impact here. His body's like spasming. This man has entered my body and I'm experiencing all of the pain he had to endure. I gotta get him out. I gotta, I gotta get him out of me. <laughs> he just wants everybody to know that he was killed. A local author told me about the Jackson family who owned Tish's property back in the 1800s. They're the same family that built the water towers that collapsed and killed three people. I'm hoping a local historian can tell me more about them. I came across the name of a General John J. Jackson. I understand you know a lot about this guy. Yes. Here is a photo of the general. Uh, he came to Parkersburg in 1820 and quickly established himself as a very influential person. He was the founding father of the city of Parkersburg. So how did he make a living? In the 1840s, he purchased a Parkersburg newspaper. And then soon thereafter, oil was discovered in an area called Burning Springs. And uh, Mr. Jackson, he became involved in the oil industry in the area. Oh, okay. What kind of a businessman was he? His oil involvement, anytime you're buying land and speculating, there's uh, often controversy, and this certainly may have been the case involving General Jackson. Okay. So now I'm seeing this guy, and he's just wearing a long black duster. I mean, he was here from way back. 1860s. He wants to hide where, wherever he came from, but he came from back east, and he was a prominent person. He was instrumental in this town's growth. Now, what about family? Did he have wife, kids? What's the story? He had a wife, actually had several kids, total of 11 kids, six with his first wife. Uh, she passed away in the 1840s. He married Jane, had five more children with her, and she outlived him by nearly 20 years. So, Bob, what do you know about Jane, his second wife? Legend has it that when his son, John J. Jr., had been home from school, that he had fallen in love with a girl in Parkersburg named Jane, whom he planned to marry himself. However, this happened to be the same Jane that his father married. So he married the Jane that the son was looking at? 
hook up with. Yes, she definitely married up. She uh, was probably very happy to become in the, one of the elite of Parkersburg. Okay. Now I'm just seeing this lady with the husband. She was just married. That made her happy. She was then brought up a little bit or something, and people were nicer to her and than they had ever been in, in her life. But then it was back to it not being good and her being uh, just miserable and empty um, and worthless again. Why did that happen? Because he died. General Jackson had a great military career. At the age of 15, he was appointed to West Point and served in the Seminole Wars. Okay, so by the time the Civil War came around, he would have been too old to have served. Yes, but he allowed a field hospital to be built on his property. Okay. And the hill behind it was used for military purposes and the fact that troops camped there. Between the water tank disaster and the Civil War, the land Tisha's house sits on has tragedy written all over it. And it's all tied to General Jackson. So I'm meeting with a local war expert to see what other information I can find out about. Picture, if you will, this entire bottom being covered with federal troops, artillery pieces, cavalry, infantry moving back and forth across the streets. That was all General Jackson's property? Yeah, the entire hill that belonged to General John J. Jackson. Why would General Jackson allow troops to use his land? Being a pro-unionist, he thought that he would do everything he could for his country. I have a photograph right here. This is a camp that was stationed right below the hillside there. It was used as a uh, tent city for federal soldiers during the Civil War in the early part of the days. And then it was later used as a quarantine area for smallpox victims. There's a lot of dead people in this area. A lot of men. They look uh, military. So like when? The Civil War. There's something weird with their eyes. They're not looking very good. During my walk, I had encountered several dead people, but I decided to have a sketch artist draw the evil man who wanted to kill me. He is very tall, and he is like a skeleton with a layer of skin. He's wearing a very thick leather jacket. When he smiles, does he show his teeth? Yes. Is this who you saw? Yes. After completing our investigation separately, Amy and I reveal our findings together for the first time. Amy, this is Tisha and Jason. They're engaged to be married. Together, they have eight children. But ever since they moved into the house, they've been going through some terrifying things. Tori especially. Tori's their oldest. She's 17. And she doesn't sleep at night. She also has her siblings she's worried about because she doesn't want them to go through what she's going through now because they're a lot younger than her. Now I'll get to hear about Amy's walk and uh, what she encountered while she was here. When I first came onto the property, I felt wet and ice cold. I saw that somebody had drowned um, seeing the pools of water. At the end of my walk, I saw all of these women and they were soaking wet. 
And they were in their night clothes. That sounds a lot like the water tank disaster that happened here in 1909, in March. Two one million gallon tanks of water that were literally 100 yards from here ruptured and sent a flash flood into this whole area. It literally took houses right off their foundations and ripped them out. Uh, three people died from it, and it caused a lot of devastation. What else did you see? So I was in the hallway, and there was this man. And I felt like this blow to my abdominal area. I felt like I was shaking and falling, and falling down. Then I heard, uh, down, cover up, cover up. God, his body's like spasming. Panic. Oh, no, no. This was an accident. I don't know if it plays into what you're talking about. This is the Weigels. This is a young couple that had a cottage right behind your house here. I mean, they didn't even know what hit them. You say cover-up? Yeah. This is their home afterwards. Oh, my. They found them with their mouth covered, with their hands covered in their mouth as if to stop water from going in. They must have suffered for a while. When I first moved here, I used to have nightmares that I was drowning. Wow. Oh, wow. All right, so anything else? Okay, so there's two people on the second floor. One is a younger girl, about 10. One is a younger male, about 14. The younger girl um, has an equilibrium issue. So she tends to stumble around a lot and accidentally bang into things. The other person, he is rather malicious and he likes to really mess with the living. He likes to jump on them in bed and likes to make them feel helpless. He also likes the bathroom a lot. He likes oh, to be God. in there. He watches all the time. This is, she's, she's got a bad thing going on upstairs in the bathroom. She feels like she's being watched, right, honey? Yeah. All the time. One other thing that he'll attempt to do, like if you're standing on a stool or a chair or something, he'll try to shake it to make you feel like dizzy. I've been doing a lot of painting in the past few weeks, and I was on a tall ladder and got a good jolt. I have a tendency to just say, okay, if you don't want me to do this right now, I'll, I'll leave. So I stopped. He doesn't do it because he wants you to stop. He wants to do it to hurt you. The other person, he does come into this house, and he is the man in the black coat. And he wanted to kill me. He's from the 1860s or 70s. He was a very prominent person, um, and he was very instrumental in creating this town. That sounds just like John J. Jackson. He owned the property that your 
house sits on. He owned this whole hill. Whoa. He was one of the founding fathers, actually, of Parkersburg. And this is a photo of him. He died in 1877, went to West Point at a very young age. He was the upper crust of his town. Matter of fact, the Jackson family money initially built the water tank towers, which exploded. Do you think the apparition you saw is General Jackson? Yes, I, yes, I do. But he also showed me another side of himself, which was uh, very scary to me. He was trying to kind of show me him in his youth, but like in a really dark, sinister way. I sketched him that way because it really was disturbing. What the hell is this? Take a look, guys. Ugh. He has no pupils. No. Sometimes, when I go to the third floor, I feel like there's a male presence there that doesn't want me there. He's all over the place, yeah. Without a doubt, he could be up there at any given time. Like, he moves around, like, outside the house. And I didn't like him. He kind of creeped me out, like, pretty bad. Okay, so uh, what else did you see? I met a woman downstairs who was very well-dressed. She was very proper. She wasn't a very attractive woman. And uh, she was married to the man in the dark coat. But then when he died, she felt like she was an outcast. Tell Amy about the apparition you saw. I was awakened when I heard a whisper in my ear. I sat straight up in bed and there was this woman and she was very thin. Older, gray hair pulled up in a bun, very proper. It sounds a lot like you're talking about General Jackson's second wife, Jane. You know, town legend says that Jane was supposed to marry his son, but that the father stole her from him. Unfortunately, nobody has a photo of her. Well, you encountered a lot so far. I mean, anything else? There were a lot of dead here. Out in the back, I saw soldiers. And the interesting thing about a lot of them, they couldn't see. They all had issues with their eyes. During the Civil War, General Jackson had the Union Army utilize this property as a campsite for, for troops. Oh. Actually, I got a photo of it. They called it Tent City. And it housed probably anywhere for up to 1,000 soldiers at any given time during the four-year period. But they had a quarantine area for smallpox. And did you know that smallpox, and I just learned this, you can go blind from it. Oh. But a lot of those guys died here. Okay, so that makes sense then. That makes sense what you saw now? Um, not with the eyes for what I'm seeing, but it makes sense for what I saw in the backyard. Okay, so the blindness you don't think is attributed to the smallpox? No. Okay, where do you think it's from? I think it's from the sky. I saw all of these dead people rush up to like the windows and they were like banging and trying to get out. And that's when I knew 
that they were trapped. And then I thought about the eyes and that maybe he's blinding them so they can't really see the exits. I have never had as many eye problems as I have had mm -hmm. in the past three years. And right now I have trouble seeing. Can that happen to me as a result of what happened in the past? Well, he could be trying to do that to you. Certain entities can become so powerful in death that they are able to harm not only the dead, but in some extreme cases, the living as well. So why, but why does he want him to stay? He's a collector. I feel like with his life, all of the collecting he did then of like maybe property and money and all of this, the only thing in death that you can really collect are souls. He and the little boy are one and the same. He has this part of himself that's this little boy that can do all these horrible things, keep an eye on everything constantly, while his other self is literally roaming the town. I know this is a lot of information to digest in one night, uh, but the most pressing question, is it safe for your family to be here? and for Tori and the other kids to grow up and have a normal childhood. Uh, I can't answer that, so for that, I'm gonna turn it over to Amy. So there's definitely good news here. This is going to be relatively easy to deal with. You have so much residual energy here, it's ridiculous. So the first thing to do is a cleansing. You get sage and light the sage and so you're gonna go like every window, every doorway, everything that could be an entrance, and you let it burn there. Why, why sage though? It is thought to be a natural cleansing agent to disperse residual energy. The other thing is in each room, you're gonna take salt and just filling up your palm with it, taking a little sprinkle, throwing it in the four corners of each room, they're gonna all be attracted to this. Then what you're going to do is throw it out the front door. And that's it. The dead people at this location will be drawn to the salt. When Tisha throws it outside, this will release them. There's a lot of people here who wanna leave. The air will be so much better, so much lighter. I've always felt like there was something here that needed my help, and I didn't know how to help them. So. But promise me, so you guys are gonna do what she says. Absolutely. Yeah. Probably tomorrow. Good, <laughs> good. There are several dead people inhabiting this house, but I think only the man in the long black coat presents any danger. And I believe as long as Tisha and her family follow my advice, everyone should remain safe. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.